Hi guys, welcome everyone for yet another new episode. So yesterday, I watched the very last episode of one of my favorite shows ever. The last episode of Suits. If you haven't watched Suits, I do recommend this show a lot because it is very good and it is very long. It's got nine seasons, so you have a lot to watch there. Anyway, I finished those nine seasons and of course I ended up crying I mean, I knew it was the last episode, so this is probably why I cried, but also the blot was admittedly well written, it was really designed to make you cry, and then on top of that, there was this melodramatic music playing, which just intensified the emotions conveyed in the episode. You might know that from your own experience, that you watched a movie or a show, and then the music playing in the background could really emphasize what was going on in the scene, the emotions that were conveyed and the whole kind of setting, the plot were intensified and emphasized by the music playing. This shows you the incredible power music has over us and this is such a beautiful characteristic of music which is why I chose it as a topic for this new episode. So I want to explore with you what's really behind the experience of music and how it is possible that music can manipulate our emotions so much, can manipulate the way we feel, what's going on in our body and brain when we're listening to music. So generally speaking, music has an impact on our brain activity. So depending on the type of music, there will be a different brain activity. Music also has an impact on our heart rate and our breath because they also change depending on the type of music you're listening to. And then um, furthermore, music also influences actually our muscle activity. I didn't know that. This is quite cool to know, right? Um, it also influences the type of hormones that are being released in our body. So it can um, trigger the release of, for example, cortisol, which is a stress hormone, or endorphins, which are hormones that make you feel really nice and happy and great. Um, and there are even some studies that claim that music can influence what's going on with our immune system. So it seems that music has a wide impact on us on very different levels and changes body processes. Um, yeah, so this is really cool. Music is this really powerful tool and the beauty is that the experience of music is universal. It means no matter where you come from or where what culture you belong to, where in the world you live, um, music is a universal experience. Everyone can experience music and the neural mechanisms that are required to experience music are in fact already present before we are born. So they are present at a prenatal stage. Um, this can explain to you why there are some parents that play music to their unborn children or to the unborn child um, because it has a certain effect on the child already. Um, so even an unborn child can experience music. So yeah, let's look a bit further at what's going on in detail when we're listening to music. So let's focus first on what's going on um, in the body that's responsible for making us feel good when we listen to music. What's going on in the brain is that listening to music um, stimulates our brain 
in a way that makes us feel good because it stimulates the brain at areas that are linked to positive mood, specifically areas of the brain that are involved in reward and motivation. If you want to be even more specific, these areas are for example the ventral striatum or the ventral medial prefrontal cortex, but don't worry if you don't remember those terms, um, it's not really that important to remember. Um, what you can imagine instead is that what's going on in the brain when we're listening to music that makes us feel good is kind of the same um, the, the same processes, the same stimulation that's going on in the brain um, for other euphoria-inducing stimuli. So those other stimuli are, for example, food, sex, or drugs. So when you're taking drugs, your brain shows a very similar pattern to when you're listening to music that makes you feel good, or at least some part of the brain um, activation is very similar. And in that way, you could say that music is your drug um, because it has the same um, euphoric effect on you as a drug can have. I'm pretty sure music is my drug is also the hashtag of many social media posts and it's been quoted probably a thousand times. So yeah, there's actually some uh, neurophysiological basis and fundament to this quote or to this really cool quote or whatever you want to call it. Anyway, um, apart from what's going on in your brain, that makes you feel good when you're listening to music, so because it stimulates our brain areas that are um, associated with reward and um, positive mood. Apart from that, music can also make you feel good because it has a big social component. So being social and having a certain social connectedness is linked to well-being in general and music has this uh, great component of social connectedness and social relationships because music gives an opportunity to be very social, to connect with others and to share um, the music experience with others. Um, also, apart from that, music can make you feel good because it lowers your stress level. As I mentioned before, music can have an impact on the type of hormones that are being released in your body. And um, among others, uh, it can stimulate and, and kind of have an effect on the cortisol released in our body, which is the stress hormone. So this is why music can actually lower our stress response, lower our stress level, uh, because it decreases the cortisol released in our body. However, I should point out there, that if you're actually not just listening to music but performing music, this might reverse and your stress level increases because performing uh, on a stage can be a highly um, anxiety-arousing event. So yeah, that's uh, maybe something to consider there. Anyway, because music has overall this yeah, positive effect on us and can make us feel good, boost our well-being, it's been even introduced into therapy. So there's something called music therapy and it basically it's been used to treat disorders such as, for example, depression or anxiety. And there's been shown improvements in those disorders, in those uh, conditions uh, by music therapy. So that's really cool. I feel music therapy is a, a, a super good idea because music is just this wonderful thing and then having a therapy with music... Um, yeah, it's a, it's a 
pretty good thing, I would say. Um, and yeah, it's been shown that it, it has an effect, it, it works for, it can work for, uh, for example, conditions like depression or anxiety, and because it boosts your well-being. Um, and it's also been uh, used, so music therapy has also been used, for example, when it comes to um, postnatal depression, um, and in general, enhancing the bond for mother and infants. Um, yeah. However, there is also an, a kind of opposite side to that. So music can't, uh, can make us not just feel good, but also bad, in the sense that music can make us feel sad or anxious. Now, the question is, uh, what characteristics of music determine if the piece of music will make us feel good or bad? To answer this question, uh, we should look at the different characteristics of any piece of music. So, a piece of music differs, or different kinds of um, music differ in their tempo. Tempo is basically the rhythm, so it's either um, fast or slow. And what happens in the body is that our heart rate and our breathing adapt to the rhythm of the music. So if it's a fast rhythm, our heart rate increases, and if it's a slow rhythm, our heart rate decreases. That means if we play fast music, it's going to arouse us, whereas slow music is going to calm us down. A side note to that is annoying that our body adapts to the rhythm um, tells you that music can be highly effective to boost your workout success and your workout performance. Um, so there has been um, also studies that really sh showed that um, music, especially the rhythmical cues of music, can promote your exercise adherence um, because playing a music that's basically giving you um, a rhythm that responds or is in accordance with your workout, so basically a, a fast rhythm because then your heart rate increases, which is happening when you're working out. Um, yeah, having this, this musical facilitation can help you to obtain a better balance, a better symmetry and better motor coordination while you're working out. So in that way, you can actually boost your performance when you're working out and you can um, go for higher workout intensities and you also will have a better endurance just because there's this facilitatory effect of music um, with your heart rate and your breath aligning to the rhythm of the music. So yeah, there you go. You can boost your workout when you play the right kind of music. So a music that has a um, fast rhythm. Apart from the tempo or rhythm, music is also characterized by its pitch. And if we have a high pitch, this is associated with um, arousal, whereas a low pitch um, makes us feel more calm and relaxed. Um, also, quite importantly, are the chords. So, um, if we play harmonic chords, this are... Um, this is in pieces that make us feel happy and good. Um, and calm, whereas disharmonic chords um, explain why music can make us feel anxious. Um, you might think of a horror movie there and the horror music, which just makes you feel really weird and you freak out and just gives you the creeps. Um, and usually those kind of um, 
music pieces for horror movies are disharmonic. So they have disharmonic chords, uh, which leads to this um, experience of anxiety or feeling scared or, yeah. Right. Um, another key factor that's not so much related to the music itself is your memory. So um, the feeling that music evokes can also depend a lot on your memory, specifically on the memory you formed with that piece of music. So say, for example, there's this specific song that you listened to two years ago on your holidays. Um, and if the song is played again at a later time, you'll straight away think back, uh, remember the holidays, and you'll be put uh, into this feeling and state that you were in when you were on those holidays. And this is kind of, yeah, the link between um, a piece of music and your memory. So you've formed a specific memory. And then when you listen to the music, to this piece of music again, to the song again, this is a cue for your memory. And then it puts you back into the same kind of state you were in when you um, first heard that song and made the memory. Um, right, so the main point there is that, yeah, there are different characteristics to music that influence if we feel um, happy or calm or agitated or sad or anxious uh, when we listen to a certain song or tune. Right, I hope that this was um, interesting for you, just a little insight into um, what's behind the experience of music and why music can make us feel in so many different ways. Uh, just before I leave you to it, please remember that no matter what kind of music you're listening to, because any kind of music is great, music is great in general, but keep in mind that you um, don't listen to it on a too high volume, so please be gentle to your ears, because they are the organ for, that enable you to listen to music in the first place. And if you want to keep listening to music for a long time, um, and even when you're older, please make sure that you're treating your ears nicely and don't overload them with too loud music, because this can make you actually um, suffer from hearing loss eventually, and we don't want that. So please make sure that you don't turn the volume too high. Um, because it's actually the case that um, overall, like in the population, about 50% of people kind of exceed the standard safety um, for the safety standards for noise exposure. So what I'm seeing there is that most people listen to music too loud and that gives them some hearing loss. Um, and we don't want that because you want to enjoy your music for a very long time and you want to make your music make you feel good. Oh my god, my <laughs> language is like completely corrupted. It's time for me to say goodbye. Um, yep, on that note, I'll leave you and I appreciate any feedback um, and thank you for listening. <laughs>